especially in the pandemic. Like that, I thought that was wild. Like I'd never in my wild streets. If you told me March 1st that like I was going to be home for this long and then I was going to be dating somebody in Ohio, like I, my mind would literally be blown. This is The Tea of FIT, a podcast by W27, the Fashion Institute of Technology's newspaper from New York City. I'm your host, Perna Chattery, and today I'm joined by two amazing guests. I'm Charlotte Spade. And I'm Lonnie Brown. Considering this is our first episode, let's take some time to introduce ourselves. As I said, my name's Prerna. I'm a junior at the Fashion Institute of Technology pursuing a degree in Advertising, Marketing, and Communications, better known as AMC. I'm also the assistant editor-in-chief at W27. Hey, I'm Charlotte. I am a senior at FIT studying fashion business management, and I am the editor-in-chief at W27 newspaper. Hi, everyone. I'm Lonnie, and I'm currently in my second year at FIT in the Advertising, Marketing, and Communications program. Super excited to be here. In normal circumstances, we'd all be able to see each other in person, but right now all of our classes are remote because of the coronavirus. Hey, so Charlotte, where are you right now? I am currently in Akron, Ohio. I relocated from Williamsburg, Brooklyn back in March, so I'm chilling in my hometown. Yeah, same with me. I'm currently in New Jersey. Um, everybody makes fun of New Jerseyans for saying, like, I'm 15 minutes outside the city, but I'm literally 15 minutes outside the city. So, yeah. I'm also outside the city right now. I live in New York, so that means we're all in different states, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah. So why did we choose the name The Tea of FIT? I feel like we got to kind of explain the name and like the connotations of spilling the tea. What do you guys think of when people say like spilling the tea? I think like usually people think it means it has something to do with gossip, but it doesn't always have to be the case. Yeah. And just that it's going to be like super juicy. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, I have tea, sis. Yeah. That's been the connotation forever. To me, it's it's something that just needs to be spread. And in our case, it could be important information that needs to be known by other people. Definitely. Yeah. Sometimes I think that little Kermit the Frog meme with the little teacup. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Pinky up in the most respectable way. <laughs> I definitely think that like not all tea is gossip, but all gossip is tea. I don't know. Do you guys agree? I do agree, but I have kind of a standard for something called tea. It has to be really, really juicy, you yeah. know? So to me, not all gossip is tea, but all good gossip is tea. <laughs> okay, okay. I can stay with that. I can stay with that. I just feel like it has to have a level of, like, importance or, like, it has to be just interesting for it for me to call it tea. Yeah, so speaking of tea, Charlotte, don't you have a new bow? <laughs> Okay, also just a side note, I have not told him yet about this podcast, so maybe I'll just block him on my Instagram story. So I downloaded Tinder in like June, I guess. Um, just, you know, it's just very boring and sometimes Ohio is like dry country. <laughs> it was hard because there's like very few matches that I had like a genuine conversation with and he was one of them and I think I matched with him in like august or september Mm -hmm. i can't remember the exact date but he's been the only person i've been really been talking to from tinder so i guess it's good because it eliminated all these other people and we've had some really genuine conversations it was hard because we haven't had the chance to meet up a lot because of the pandemic but when we have been able to 
meetup. It's been really great. I honestly did not think I would find someone to date in Ohio. I'm Mm -hmm. sort of kind of picky, I guess. Especially in a pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, especially in the pandemic. Like that, I thought that was wild. Like I'd never, my wild streets, if you told me like March 1st that like I was going to be home for this long and then I was going to be dating somebody in Ohio, like I, my mind would literally be blown. But yeah, it's been cute. We've gone on lots of hiking dates. Because it's been fall, and that's what people do. We just hike. There's not much not much else to do, but yeah. Now that we know a little bit about what Charlotte's been going through the past few months in the pandemic, let's talk about what our dating lives were before the pandemic. So before the pandemic, I was healing from a pretty traumatic breakup, but I feel like I was doing super good, you know, in my own, independent doing really well, pretty healed by obviously the spring semester. And I feel like I, I turned 21 on March 10th. So right before the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. Right before the, I literally went home like three days later. It was so awful and dramatic, but I, you know, there's like a few boys here and there, but I was like, oh, I get like, I was just, I was honestly too busy to date anybody. I had like this crazy internship at Rowing Blazers. And then I also like worked like through school and all that, all that craziness. So it was just like not thinking about, but like, I was thinking like, oh, in the summer, like I'm going to go on so many cute dates with so many cute boys. Like I'm going to go to the jazz club. We're going to hang out in the village and all that stuff. But then like the pandemic, hit. it was just like, right when I was ready to date again, like the pandemic was just like, psych, like not anymore. So that's why I downloaded Tinder. I used to be so against Tinder, but then, you know, we have to make ends meet sometimes. It's always nice to get a little help in the dating game. Tinder isn't too, too bad. It's funny. You guys are both seem like kind of I don't know, experience with Tinder, right? Most people our age, they've gone on dating apps and stuff. But like, for me, it's completely the opposite. Before the pandemic, I was already in a long-term relationship. I met someone in high school. It wasn't serious at all. When we started dating, it was two months before our senior year was supposed to end. So we were like, okay, yeah, we're definitely going to break up when the school year is over because we're not like taking that serious or anything. And then when we were going to two different colleges, we did break up. But then, like, we'd still talk pretty much every day. So we were like, okay, what's the point of this? Because we're basically still together. So we got back together in, like, October or something. And then we, like, visit each other on our different campuses. Fast forward now, like, two and a half years later, we're still together. The adjustment for me from before the pandemic to after was going from a long-distance relationship to a not long-distance relationship because now we live really close by and we're not on our, like, two different campuses. And that sounds like the opposite of a lot of people. It was still an adjustment for me to adjust to, like, being able to see the person every single day if I wanted to. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, from just, like, you know, seeing each other every few certain, you know, span of time and then... Yeah, we'd see each other, like... Like, we wouldn't go two months without seeing each Mm -hmm. other because we could see each other in breaks. But even those, like, long periods of time, it's, like, weird now that I can so easily just drive over and, like, hang Mm -hmm. out with him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Lonnie, what about you? (laughs) Yeah, before the pandemic, oh, my gosh. It was just... I was just chilling, honestly. Like, I had no really intention of, you know, being in a relationship. I wasn't even dating. Like I was just hanging out with friends, having a good time. My birthday was like February 23rd, like just before, 
you know, everything happened. I remember I went home for the weekend before my birthday and my dad was like, hey, there's this virus going around in China. I don't know if you know about it, but, you know, wash your hands. And I was like, okay, dad, like, bye. And I'm going throughout the city and like, yeah, I'm just living my best life. I ended up going to a concert with my best friend for my birthday and this guy from high school joined us. And then we started kind of vibing. And this is literally a week before everything kind of happened. And Oh, yeah, he hit me up on Instagram because I posted about the concert on my story. And um, he was like, can I come with you guys? Because he was going by himself. And I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, the more the merrier. It doesn't really, you know, whatever. Um, Because we were traveling all the way to Brooklyn and I'd only been there a few times. And so, you know, just an extra person, you know. So um, we ended up going with him. It was his favorite band. It was my favorite band. We were kind of vibing and that night like I walked him to Penn Station and I was like okay never see you again <laughs> and and he was like yeah okay but we ended up keep keeping on like texting and stuff we ended up FaceTiming like every night it was so weird and I was like "Ooh, I don't know how I feel about this like a whole relationship um but then I'm just like I just like to do my own thing not even like in a dating sense like I just have things that I want to do before I feel like I'm held down by anything so it was kind of like oh, I'm going to keep you at a distance. And um, little did I know we were going to be, I had to move out in the next two weeks. Like I moved out the Thursday before St. Patrick's Day. So it was like kind of um, stressful about that. But then we ended up hanging out one more time and then everything kind of happened. And I had nothing better to do than to get to know somebody new. And who would have thought? I'm now in a six-month relationship with him. <laughs> I was like, you know, why not? I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm going to be... I mean, I'm still doing school, obviously, remotely. But I'm not going to be, you know, going out doing a ton of things. So, I mean, it ended up being a cute situation. Just, you know, getting to know somebody new. Because I, I, the friends that I've had and known, I've known them for like 12 years. Like, they've been my best friends since the beginning of time. So just getting to know somebody new in general was interesting and then ending up like really liking them a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot <laughs> was even more fun. Yeah, I feel like that's a luxury, but it also can get really tricky. That's insane. That is so unexpected. I feel like even though this pandemic has been absolutely awful, but I feel like I've talked to a few people like you guys that there's, and definitely me too, there's like, have been like a few blessings like through this hardship and just like interesting things like the totally bizarre dating life in this pandemic it's been a really interesting situation just you know trying to live through it because nobody's used to it and everybody in college like nobody expected to be home for six months plus yeah i did not see this coming at all like it's kind of stupid of me now looking back I can say like yeah it's kind of dumb for thinking like yeah we're not gonna have to like quarantine and stuff like that but I had no idea Mm -hmm. I mean nobody could have expected it yeah so yeah um kind of like being so close yet so far me and him we literally live in the same like we went to the same high school together um so we live in the same town oh my god wait we're all like kind of like (laughs) kind of in a way like dating like hometown booze oh my gosh and you know what I was like I'm never gonna date anybody from like Bloomfield like where I live I'm like I'm never gonna date anybody from there and here I am (laughs) 
Yeah, I guess it doesn't count because he moved here like three months in the senior year. Does it count? I think it kind of still counts. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> we're just so close. Um, we're so close by three miles. That's really nothing here. I don't know how it is around you guys. I know three miles is like so far in New York, but like, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so we live, uh, and I remember calculating it when I was trying to figure out how far I would have to go to see him for the first time. We live 3.2 miles away, and we ended, after everything started with the pandemic, um, I just couldn't go out for a long time because I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, which made me, like, higher risk for anything. And we still hadn't gotten any information about how it was spreading, like if it was airborne and all this different stuff about coronavirus. So I just couldn't take the chance um, of, you know, getting sick. And so our relationship existed primarily on FaceTime for the first three months. And that was really interesting to me. And it was, it was, I really loved it mostly because I got to know somebody without having the pressure of a physical relationship. Because I feel like a lot, and especially as you get older, it becomes more of that. And, you know, everybody needs something. But it was just really nice to get to know somebody beyond that aspect. Um, you know, even simple things like holding hands. Like, you don't have to worry about holding hands and then wiping them off when they get sweaty if you're, you know, on FaceTime for three months. And it's just nice. We we took naps together on FaceTime. Like, we did, you know, Netflix parties and all this other stuff and it was just nice to get to know him on like even though it's like speaking is such a surface level kind of thing it's still like super deep at a point and I feel like I got to know him really well just through talking to him for so long and you know not really having to worry about oh like where we're we gonna go on a date or um you know when's you know when's it gonna happen like that kind of thing like I didn't have to worry about that because I knew it wasn't gonna be a thing for a while <laughs> And it was just good to get to know somebody on that kind of level. And I never did that in a relationship. Yeah, I just didn't have to worry about it. It was just nice. And I haven't been in a lot of relationships. I've only been in like one maybe series. It was like sophomore year, so I don't really count it. <laughs> but um, but I'd never really been in a relationship. So, you know, kind of this way. I feel like I got like the easy version of the relationship. Interesting that you like think it's easier like yeah because like I mean you can finish your thought oh no 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 I want to hear you like easier oh a lot of ways like if you can see the person like in person there are a lot of distractions that can like help it get past the awkward phase mm. you know like let's say like you go to like class with them right mm -hmm. and there's like the like passivity interaction phase yeah. where you can just like sit next to them in class that makes it less awkward because you can just like get to know them better mm -hmm. or like if you're in person you'd be like hey like let's get lunch like something really casual right yeah on facetime the only thing keeping you guys going is your conversation so i feel like that can put more pressure on it too because i'd be scared like oh we like do we have anything to talk about or like what if i can't be myself on facetime because it's like awkward yeah i definitely get what you mean and i feel like with us it was super natural like i never feel like we ran out of anything to talk about which was fun because even and even if it seemed like we did we would just talk about dumb stuff it was never like there was never really a dull moment you know if the conversation stopped it stopped and like we kind of like just you know i'd be playing a game on my phone and he'd be playing like his video games and it was still like the company was still nice 
even though it was, you know, we weren't speaking. So I feel like I didn't really have that much of a struggle in that aspect. But I understand what you mean, because it, it's easy to be like, oh, well, like if there's an awkward silence, I'm going to go use the bathroom or like, <laughs> um, you know, call a waiter over for the check or something like that. So, yeah. But I also feel like you met somebody really, really great, because if, it, if they weren't that great, then you wouldn't be able to have that connection like especially through the phone sometimes it's just like surface level yeah and that's like that is truly also a blessing it's just that you were able to like talk to somebody for like hours and Mm -hmm. even just like met over the phone yeah if this pandemic was happening in like a couple decades ago i literally could not imagine what i'd be doing with my life yeah like yes there are things to do like other than technology right like you can go outside you can read a book But at the same time, like, how would you get in contact with your friends? On the chance that I do live close to my friends, I'd have to, like, go to their house and be like, hey, do you want to hang out? Like, I have to, like, scream from their window, like, socially distance, you know? (laughs) Sometimes my mom told me stories about that, like, that when she was younger. She was, like, show up at people's house. I'm like, what? (laughs) I feel like my version of that, I would have, I had all my friends' phone numbers, like, their landlines written down on, like, I remember it's, I used a green marker to write them all down. And I would just go down the line and call everybody up. And um, I'd be like, hey, like, do you guys want to go to, like, the jungle gym or something like that? And, oh, yeah. yeah. So 2005. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even remember. And I remember one time, like, we would send letters to each other, like, right down the street. Like, my friend lives, like, four blocks away from me. And I'm sending him letters. And I'm like, what a waste of postage. Oh, no. I am have been writing so much snail mail during the pandemic. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's really great especially with especially with like your partner or something like that's I feel like that's like a little romantic like tidbit that sometimes you don't usually get you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah I love writing letters too Charlotte I know like a friend of a friend of mine who has been writing letters to like a virtual girlfriend and they've never met in person but they write like letters to each other that's so sweet though I think it can be just something like fun, you know, like a a pen pal. That's how I see it, kind of. So I actually have never met up with anybody from Tinder before. Like I downloaded it freshman year at FIT just to be like, oh, like look at all these cute like New York boys. Like, (laughs) you know, it's like I'm not in my hometown anymore. But now it's just like I never went on a date with anybody. And then here, this is like the first person that I had made like any set plans with like, and it had been so long since I had been on a date, which is like the worst part. Um, And we were like meeting up at a park and my family's like always butting in. I feel like I'm in Schitt's Creek. I don't know if you guys ever seen that show, but I'm like, now I'm like in this confined space with my family and like, they want to know all the drama. They want to know all about my life and like, what's he doing? Like, what's this? I'm like, just pretend like I'm in New York and you don't have to know every single detail about my life. Um, but I literally was so nervous. I wanted to throw up on my, this is like driving in my car. And it's different. It's like, you can like meet up, like you could take the subway and like meet anywhere. But now it's just like, oh, does this person like come pick me up? Like, or do I meet him there? Like, I don't know how this works anymore. But it's like it's like internet people like meeting in real life so like that was like most totally like nerve-wracking but ended up being like super great and we hung out for like three hours is it especially not dating somebody for a long time and like not wanting to get hurt or anything because I feel like the pandemic has made 
everything become more serious is I'm not the dating around type. So I feel like this person and I had become like vulnerable, but vulnerable, but also like, not like a commitment, but we had to be like, okay, like we both live people at risk. Like this is like what we have to do. We have to meet outside, blah, blah, blah. But, um, now it's just like, now that I'm home, I feel like he's going to be forced. He has not met my family. My mom knows like all the details. They like know so much about him, whatever. But, um, like if you meet somebody in New York city, like it's, takes a while for you to like bring someone home for the holidays. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's, that's like such a grown up thing to do, but now it feels like I'm back in high school and they're like, we'll meet my parents like so much sooner. If that makes sense. It's like, just because it's, this is how I'm stuck at home, you know? So it's like, I feel like it's so much thrown in your face at once. The last person I was with was like a creative. I'm normally surrounded by like a bunch of creatives. I hate saying creatives, but you guys know what I mean. And I never would thought like I would date somebody who's like studying history or like someone who's into business. You know what I mean? And that is feel like it's a total contrast between like New York and Ohio. Especially it's like I haven't been able to keep a lot of friends from high school because like we just have so many different lives now. But it's been really great to actually connect with somebody who's not like straight up like into art or like is that's what they're doing with their life because I feel like sometimes like that changes someone's personality but it's good for me to step out of my comfort zone and then I think that all happens for a reason but it's also strange like being home and like running into somebody like that I haven't seen literally in like three years I haven't been home for like such a long time and I ran into somebody and it was really great we we reconnected and we've been hanging out a lot and I'm like nervous that he's gonna like fall in love with me or something because we have like such a really good bond (laughs) a grocery store love story what'd you say a grocery store love story like you guys' hands touch the same cereal box oh my gosh no I see but the thing is is like he calls me his best friend oh my gosh I I'm hope he doesn't listen to this podcast (laughs) but he calls me like his best friend and like but, like, we talk about, like, our dating lives. He, like, when I went out on a date with the other day, like, he's like, oh, I could be your person you call if you need to get out of this date or something. And, like, I text him, like, I made it home alive. Like, I'm not murdered or anything. But I have, like, my few people here that I'm able to bond with and, like, have that connection that's not just surface level because I feel like that was always hard. Like, growing up, I felt like I was on such a different wavelength from people. But... It honestly blows my mind that I was able to meet somebody who, like, is on the same wavelength as me, especially from Tinder. Like, I never thought my wildest dreams that I would, like, fall for an Ohio boy. Mm. That's sweet. Like, growing up, you had that mentality, too, where you like, oh, I want to get out of this town, where you like, I'm just a city girl stuck in this small town. Yes. Oh, my God. Especially my senior year of high school, I would, like, walk around with, like, my headphones in, like, reading a book on the hallways. Like, nobody talked to me. Like, I don't belong here. Like, I don't fit in. And now it's, like, I'm back home, and I'm, like, have you seen that TikTok meme where it's, like, I'm the main character in my town? Like... (laughs) that is me yes <laughs> blasting the music with the windows down because i'm the main character speaking of like you with your headphones and being too cool for everyone didn't you say you had like had a thing for all skater boys your first year of fit 
Oh my gosh. I hung out with like every single skater boy and I feel like... Then there are way too many of them in FIT. Like every class has them. Yeah, I literally would hang out with like... Because I used to get tired of my roommates. So I would literally go to like the only dorm and alumni with like all these skater boys. And it was just a nice break. But honestly, I'm I'm like... I feel so grown up now in my senior year because it just is like... I went through a bunch of really shitty men. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on this podcast, but a lot of really shitty men. And, like, I feel like that's a stereotypical, like, I will never, ever again, like, date a skater boy or a boy who, like, paints his nails black. And you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it's just, like, I feel like being treated like garbage is just, like, now I just, like, I am not tolerating any of that anymore. So. I think, like, the pandemic is kind of a wake-up call to you, right? Like, okay, I have this much time. I don't want to be wasting it on someone that's not going to be treating me how I deserve to be treated. So true. And it's just like, and now that I'm in this time, it's like, I thought, "Mm, like, what's the point of like dating somebody right now? Like, I have no idea where I'm going to be next semester and especially when I graduate, but like, why miss out on something that could be so great, you know? That doesn't even mean that you're settling for mediocrity. I think it's still like, you're getting something really good out of the situation. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Never settle for less, ladies. And I feel like with COVID, this is the most, like, experimental, unexperimental point in, like, dating. Like, you kind of just have to go for it because you never have. But at the same time, it's like, you know exactly what you want slash need. I don't know. It's like a weird kind of, you know, it's not even a balance. It's just like, a weird kind of compromise within just the situation and the time and yourself. It's a different transition period for that kind of thing. Lonnie, what was your first time like meeting your current beau? <laughs> Not first time, sorry. First time after the pandemic started. Yeah. So the first time after everything kind of happened, once it kind of settled down and, you know, after, you know, we kind of got information and we knew more about it. And the first time we met up, it was definitely, I don't know, it felt like magic. Because I was like, I've been seeing this person just through a screen so long, like for so long. And like, I can't wait to see them in person. And it was weird. It was kind of weird because like, you kind of lose perception of the person. Like when you just see like their shoulders and head on a screen for so long. I, oh my God, just like real quick. Like that was literally me. Like after only being able to like FaceTime my boyfriend for mm-hmm. like two months straight, when we met in person, I was literally in disbelief. Like, not in the pandemic, but, like, mm-hmm. previously, like, two years ago. After doing long distance, like, it doesn't even feel real when you see them for the first yeah. time. I was like, oh, wait, he, there's, he has, like, a body. Oh, yeah, okay. Or, like, oh, my gosh, this person, like, has really nice hair. They, like, smell so nice. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? And it was just weird. It was just, like weird because i'd only seen him like we'd only hung out twice before we even like before the pandemic so i'd only seen him like on my birthday at the concert and then like one other time we hung out actually three times because we went to like get taylor taylor ham egg and cheese which is like a staple in new jersey but um we ended up doing that and the first time i saw him yeah it was just like magic and i was like oh my gosh like this is like kind of cool like I never and I never felt that way about a person before so it was even more like you like euphoric like just you know seeing somebody and like I remember driving up and I was like oh my god wait why am I nervous like I've literally been 
<laughs> I've been talking to him for like three and a half months and I'm like, oh my God, wait, I'm never like, what do I say? Like, do I like reintroduce myself? Like, it's so weird. Um, but it was just, and it was very brief because I had somewhere to be and like still, yeah, like I had somewhere to be and he had somewhere to be and it was just like, oh, like looks we're going to like, we're going to pass, pass cross, cross paths and, um, we were like, let, like, let's just stop and say, and part of me was like, oh, like, I don't, I'm not ready for this to be like more than over the computer yet. And part of me was like, oh, I can't wait to see him because like, this is what I've been waiting for. Like, chill. But, you know, it was just a really brief, really magical experience. And that's, that's really it. Like we said our highs. We said how were we, even though we FaceTime all the way, the way there. <laughs> it was just kind of like, I don't know, it was it was just I don't even know how to explain like <clears throat> like meeting someone for the first time because it's just it's a little bit awkward and it's just like a little bit I don't know it it was just like I said it was just magical meeting somebody I think though like it's amazing that you could like meet right but at the same time like because you weren't able to meet for that long and because you guys were able to FaceTime like that for me like in that situation that forced me to have like a much deeper connection with my significant other when we like first started doing long distance like we started talking about things that we never talked about before i feel like we grew like a much deeper connection than before i think that's kind of one of the weird pros if you do find like one of the pros of the pandemic if you do find the right person or someone like you really connect with and the connection could be really strong but that also like depends on what your love language is right if your love language is touch then this pandemic could be like really hard for you if you're like a more verbal loving person, then that's like, this could be like a good time for you to thrive. Since we're already talking about some of the pros and cons, let's delve a little deeper into that. What do you think are some other cons of dating in the pandemic other than, you know, some obvious ones? I definitely think that because you were talking about like love languages before and my love language definitely isn't physical touch. And not even in like, it, sometimes it makes me cringe, sometimes it doesn't. But like, I feel like I'm more of a, you know, make you something, write you a letter kind of person. And I just feel more comfortable doing that. Even, you know, with friends and family, like I'm not a super touchy person. Um, so I definitely feel that, I mean, it, I guess it's kind of a pro, but I feel like he's kind of a touchy person. So like touchy feely so I feel like it's a con for him but it's been a pro for me <laughs> um yeah yeah I feel like one of the cons for me it's hard to break down a barrier between like communication I guess as I think he's a little shy and intimidated by me I don't I, that sounds really pretentious but I guess I I hate saying that I'm maybe different from anybody else that he's been with before um maybe it's just because I'm so forward or so independent or whatever but I feel like because we use Snapchat a lot and I feel like there's not a whole lot of communication that well there is communication but it's not like oh my gosh like I like you so much like this is so great blah 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 blah, blah. and like but like the few times we've met it's definitely like taken some time to warm up for each other because I feel like both it's it's a weird time to be alive because so much has happened and I feel like that can possibly make somebody slightly less vulnerable but at the same time it can make someone want to be like so vulnerable it depends on like 
it's like dipping your toes in the water for a second and I feel like it just like once you get used to that for a second just like all like uphill from there like it's just like the ball just starts rolling like so much you know like especially with like some of our first times meeting it's like it takes like a second to warm up to each other but on the other hand I feel like it's just been great to as you said Lonnie just to get to know somebody like through the phone for a second because I feel like sometimes that's how really genuine relationships can be based is like having that first like without the personal touch and like without you know that physical not appearance that physical presence with you right there so but yeah I guess that's a con and it's also a con that like I'm not in a normal setting where I'm like have my own space in my own apartment it's just like how do I bring someone over to hang out like in my like in my space in my home with my family especially now it's like going to get colder that's like something to figure out for sure like I think the timing of the pandemic was the best it could have been in the way that it started to get pretty serious in March right and that's when everyone was just getting used to isolation but at the end of March it starts getting warmer so at least like we can go outside and like breathe like outdoor air right but and then as april comes like we can all like have socially distant outdoor gatherings yeah and the whole summer like people are going out to restaurants and they can still do things kind of normally in a weird way but like now as the colder months approach it's gonna get like harder and harder to actually hang out with people because outdoor spaces are just like gonna be unavailable Mm -hmm. and you're gonna have to be in somewhere where you can you know, spread out. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people just aren't, because I know my mom's iffy about having, you know, people that aren't our family in the house, just because you don't know their track, like where they've been. And just bringing that into your house, it could be like really hard. And it might even cause more of like a lockdown period, because you would have to like, you know, maybe quarantine before you go to somebody's house or get a test before you go to somebody's house. Exactly. Yeah. I think like, I'm really lucky. Um, like my significant other and I have like very similar rules in terms of where we like want to go. Like we both like have barely had to go out. So we were really lucky with that. Oh, I say I'm about to straight up bundle up in like all my winter gear and still trek outside. There's no way that I'm not gonna like, like I'm just gonna like, even though it's going to be cold, like I'm still going to hang out at the park and run my bike. I think even though until it snows, literally. Uh, I think it, I'm honestly probably going to do that too. But at the same time, it'll be like probably less frequent than I would have in the summer. You got to get that vitamin D whenever you can, especially with this daylight savings. I don't know how that in Ohio. Do you guys have that? Because I know some states don't have daylight savings. We have it. I Maybe it's like from like New York, like up here to like the Midwest, because I'm not sure if they do that. Like I was. It's honestly so annoying. It's like all that's going on in the world. Can't we still have that like extra hour of sun? Like why does the earth like why does our part of the earth need to reset like that? I don't want the sunset to like four o'clock. Like I need my days. <laughs> I know. I hate when the sun sets at four. Because then also like what if your classes are until like two? Ugh, yeah. Then you only have like two hours to go outside when it's not dark, which is really unfortunate. I'm gonna have to start waking up earlier and just living my life. Yeah. Oh wait, I lied. It's only Arizona. Only Arizona doesn't have. Okay, sorry. That was such a weird tangent, but like, it's okay. One other pro for me with the pandemic is kind of like 
sometimes when you're in a really long relationship, you start to really like rely on the other person, right? But being long distance kind of forces you to be more independent and like do things on your own as well as like develop your own interests, right? And I've always been good at like developing my own interests, but I know for some of my friends, like they don't like to do anything without like someone else, not even like a significant other, right? But like in the pandemic, you're even more like forced to do everything you need to do on your own, whether you're like in isolation or with your family. That's like a pro and a con because you have to like kind of grow yourself. But that I think ultimately it's a pro because you'll be able to like get your independence and in a way like develop your own self and get to know yourself better. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I feel like even before being in a relationship, before in the pandemic, I was definitely a very independent person. And so I feel like having the pandemic kind of allows me to keep that soft barrier that's like, I mean, it gives me the space to be independent just because, you know, literally there's some times where you just can't, you know, be together. But I still have that like cushion, you know, to kind of do my own thing. And like, if I want to watch three movies in a day then I can and it's not really a problem or like if I just want to do art all day or if I just want to you know do something else like there's not really that pressure you know there's a cushion that six foot cushion that cushion like maybe you've been to maybe you went somewhere no, that 3.2 mile cushion yeah that's oh my gosh <laughs> yeah you're completely right I totally feel that same way too it's just like I feel like I've already been pretty independent but I feel like I've had so many self-realizations like during the pandemic especially like how I want to be treated and how like I never want to like go back down that road again or like you know just the type of person I want to be with and I feel like now I feel so like sound like especially emotionally within myself that like I can like welcome this person in like kind of like whenever I want because like before just like I'm constantly like relying on this person or like I feel like once again like like you guys said like pressure to like see them every day or like you know what I mean especially now that like I live in a completely different environment than I used to so like everything is different and it feels like I don't know it makes me feel kind of like giddy like that I'm like excited to be living such a different life and then I have like this this whole new like open door if that makes sense. I'm literally so that makes me so happy to hear I don't even really know you that well Charlotte like and just hearing you say that like you're sound like within yourself and like you're really like settled like with what you want and what you know about yourself that kind of thing that's so cool yeah honestly it just takes through (laughs) it honestly just like takes her going through a whole lot of shit to Mm -hmm. like getting here and I think that's such an important note too is that you have to like dive into all those like little like bits of pain and hurt to get through to know yourself on their side because that's Mm -hmm. like honestly the basis of all good relationships and friendships is like being vulnerable not only with the other person but with yourself so yeah i think like in addition to having to get to know yourself better in a way like you're also forced to explore the area you're already in further and like find the hidden gems of where you already are rather than like for us like going to the city or like if you're living in the city right like so many things are 
accessible there. But if you're not in a city anymore, you're forced to think about, okay, like, what do I have access to here? What can I do to, like, fall in love with where I live again? Like, a very romanticized version of where you live. Yes. And for me, that was things like discovering new hiking trails. And before the pandemic, like, I was not an outdoor person at all. But this pandemic has just made me appreciate nature so much more and want to care about my health, right? So I've been, like, finally, after, like, 2020 goals achieved, like, exercising (laughs) regularly and, like, going outside, I feel so much better in that. And not only are there, like, cool hiking trails or nice parks, you can have a picnic, so many, like, opportunities that I would have missed before. I'm, like, so much more appreciative of everything now. Yeah, um, I, you know, that makes me think, like, I've had to fall in love with my hometown, like, all over again, too, um, and it's, like, it reminds me of that one, like, TikTok's, like, you have to romanticize your life, like, yeah. all this stuff, and I literally, like, multiple times a week, like, go to my park and, like, bring my, like, watercolor paints and just, like, paint, and now, like, most of the dates have been on and, like, is, like, hiking and, and, like, these beautiful parks and finding new hiking spots or, like, biking on like the canal way or you know and or like going apple picking and like doing fun fall activities and like this is so a24 right <laughs> love that i i know it's just gonna be like i'm living in like a, yeah an a24 movie but yeah it, it's like it's interesting having like all these different dates like could go on in ohio it's like okay here's like these hiking and these like outdoor activities but there's also like what I really love about Ohio is there's all these really great wineries that are, like, outside that you can just, like, have a little romantic getaway. Or even, like, this is something that I used to do in high school that, like, now I can do again. is like, driving around in a car and, like, with somebody and, like, listening to music. Because, like, before it's like, oh, let me get on this, like, grimy subway and, like, <laughs> like have, like, a full-blown, like, I don't know. I, it's, it's just, like, different, you know? Because, like, now it feels like... It really does feel like I'm stuck in, like, a tiny, like, rom-com. It feels like it's, like, if it was, like, Lady Bird, but grown up. <laughs> like, Love it's that. interesting that you're, like, oh, before the I was, like, getting on a grimy subway, right? Because people that even, like, people that, like, have a dream of moving to New York City eventually, they have this idea of, like, oh, I'll be able to take the subway anywhere. Like, it'll make everything so accessible, which is not true 100% <laughs> mm-hmm. of the time, right? And, like, now New York City and the pandemic is becoming, like, unromanticized in a lot of ways. Yeah. And that's definitely sad. I feel like I've gone through a point of, like, grieving, too, of, like, grieving my old life in New York City and grieving my old friends. And I'm just, like, but, like, for some, I'm like, this isn't me. Like, I can't be stuck in something that honestly wasn't making me happy all the time. But, like, you know... It's something that sometimes just isn't, like, sustainable. But, you know, New York does that to people sometimes. (laughs) I get what you mean so much, like, grieving, like, New York life. I did not, it's literally, I had to have a funeral. Like, I put some things from my dorm in a box and, like, I sent it up to the attic. And, like, that whole, it's, it's so weird because you never think that you can genuinely, like, miss living in a place so much Mm -hmm. until it's kind of, like, ripped away from you. That aspect, like trying to like just at- reacclimate yourself and re-romanticize your hometown, <laughs> like I get, like I had to go and find like a little small park, and I had to go and like you know find new places to go, because you know I had all that in New York. Like I just, 
you know, take the subway and go wherever, find wherever, you know, it was so easy. Yeah. And even monotonous activities like grocery shopping or any time you get to go out is just, you're obviously, you know, scared, but it's also a relief to have to do these like things of normalcy to bring you back to something. I feel like we're just so much more appreciative of things that we had before that we took for granted. Literally like being able to be in the same space as someone. I never thought I'd miss the Trader Joe's line, but I would stand in, I would stand in it for two hours. I would stand in <laughs> That's like the last thing I did before the pandemic. I was like, let me get my frozen mangoes, frozen acai, my vegan mochi, and I'll hop out of here now. I'm like that girl in my hometown that people think I'm weird for like wearing different things, like carrying like a tote bag. And I have like my AirPods in at the grocery store, like blaring my music. Because it's just like people here are like, like when I go in the grocery store, be like, oh my gosh, Charlotte, like, hey, how are you? Like, how's New York City? Like, are you doing okay? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, let me just have my grocery time in peace. Like, this is a solemn experience for me. <laughs> but I would do anything to go grocery shopping again. <laughs> You're not missing out on much, honestly. Now that we're talking about all the pros, do you guys have any memorable moments with your significant others from the pandemic of like when you guys actually met in person? I definitely think, I mean, there's only so little you can do because the, the, for me, the six feet thing has to be implemented. Um, but uh, just taking a stroll, like a walk outside, like sometimes he walks his dog when we walk. So that's fun. Um, and just talking, enjoying the weather outside. It's just, I've noticed that I've learned to appreciate the more simple. And I feel like I always appreciated the simpler things, but sharing the simple things with somebody is just a completely different feeling. Um, but just, you know, taking a stroll. Um, we got Dunkin' Donuts once. I wouldn't go in and he got it for me. And like, that was kind of romantic because like, I'm afraid to go into like any establishment. So he's like, I'll go get it. I'll go get the Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, oh my God, that's so sweet. <laughs> but um, just, you know, just spending time basically outside. And even though it's six feet apart, like, I don't know, it feels like we're closer than we physically are just by doing those things. For me, like going back to almost romanticizing monotonous things, like I've always been kind of like, I like doing like errands and stuff like that with my significant other. Um, Cause I feel like it's just an activity where you can talk to each other and have good company. Right. Um, so before the pandemic, that was like, sometimes we'd get like groceries together, but now I, it was literally like one of the most memorable days for me was like when I had an eye doctor appointment, like I, I literally had to pick up my new glasses because right before the pandemic, like I knew I need to get my vision checked, but I was like, oh, I don't want to go to the doctor. I'm like kind of scared. And finally now, like a couple months later, things are opened up, things are opened back up. And I went to the doctor to pick up my new glasses and the drive there was like really gorgeous. And now it's fall, so all the like leaves are changing color. And every time I see like a really picturesque moment, I'm like, dang, I got to remember this because I'm, again, like, so appreciative of the small things, right? And that day, we, like, we drove to get my new glasses. It was, like, exciting. I was, like, wow, I have I have new glasses now. I can see, like, literally my vision changed. Like, my view of the world actually physically changed because <laughs> I could see so much clearer. And we also, like, went to a nursery, which is a good, like, pandemic hangout date idea because it's so open and 
I love plants. We're going to have a series on our Instagram about different plants people I'm growing in quarantine. So watch out for that. But we just like look at all the plants and we'll look at like the pots and whatnot. And it's like another thing that's kind of monotonous, but with good company, like everything is so much better. Yeah. Um, I feel like something that I've been really grateful for is the the turn of the leaves here because I'm I really love nature and that's something that sometimes bugs me about New York City. I'm spending so much time like outside and every fall like I yearn to be like surrounded by these leaves but now it's like every day like I've been able to like watch these leaves change and I at the start of October I made this playlist called We Fell in Love in October and it's based off that one song by Girl in Red. You guys should listen to it. It's a really good song. But um and that's something is like going outside with him or just like being able to like walk through those crunchy leaves and just having that like I don't know, it's like such a picturesque picturesque moment that it's like something that I want to hold on to for so long that I don't know, it's just like so beautiful that I didn't like expect it to all be this beautiful. Like I had no idea I could be this joyous right now as I could be during a pandemic. And that's something that's so wild to me, but yeah, I feel like that was just like a moment where I'm just like, okay, like I'm out here and I'm like doing this again. Like I'm can't believe I'm today again, but like it all feels so good, you know? Mm-hmm. So if anyone wants any extra pandemic date ideas, we're going to now talk about some. Um, for me, I love like going on walks, outdoor activities, like working out outside. For me, it was like playing badminton, running, biking. Uh, we have a drive-in theater that's been showing all these really old, great movies. Like I saw Jurassic Park and Twister. And also, like, there's so many, like, pumpkin patches here. That's such a cute idea. Or go apple picking and you can carve pumpkins or, like, make an apple pie or something for all uh, the things that you picked. I love I love a good slice of pizza and just some nice, you know, a nice blankie on the park in the grass. <laughs> like, that's the best thing ever. And even, um, I mean, I normally just go hiking with my family, but you can do that with your significant other, too. I know um, Brenna said that that's how she... I think it depends on the trail, actually, because if the trail's really narrow, right, then one person has to be in front of the other. Yeah. And then it's, like, it's kind of hard to, like, actually talk, right? Yeah, yeah, But if it's a trail where, like, two people can actually stand next to each other, then, like, that's better. So don't make that mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially you want to pick, like, a more populated trail with people that you know are going to be there if you're meeting somebody for the first time. Maybe safe hiking. Maybe that's a third date thing now for pandemic. Like hiking is third date. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know. Like every person that had first met, like messaged me on Tinder, like we should go hiking or something. And I'm like, uh huh, okay. Like I just met you. <laughs> Going back to what Charlotte was talking about, how she was like, I like to go to a park and paint. It would be cool if like people get together with their friends, which is what I did. Like, I would get together in one of my friend's backyards and we'd craft together. Like, she'd do something on Photoshop or paint and I I weave. So, like, I would do that. Yeah, that's a cute idea. I love, like, passive company. Just, like, saying nothing but, like, being next to the person. Or even if, if you are working on something individually, it's nice to just, like, be able to talk and be, like, random comments. Yes. My friend and I literally take our laptops to our picnic table in our park and just, like, hang out 
and do homework for like a couple hours outside. That's cute. I know a lot of um, other people I know, they will go to the park and like paint um, or like have like a picnic, like everybody will bring stuff. Um, And I know one of my friends is carving pumpkins today or painting something like that. So yeah, those are cute friend ideas. The last thing I wanted to mention was this book I read that was assigned to me for a class actually that I feel like some people could relate to. It's called Exit West by Mohsin Hamid, and it's about this young couple in an unnamed country. Their town kind of becomes a war zone, so they're forced to move in together for safety reasons. And then they have to like go through all these new experiences together, and they're forced to get to know each other at a greater pace than you normally would if you're not living in a war zone. And although we're not living in a war zone or anything like that, I think people definitely could relate to being a young person and kind of being forced to go through different changes and even like having to live with a significant other during like a really like unsettling time. So if anyone's interested in reading a book kind of similar to the situation that we're going through or have someone understand what you're going through, I would really recommend this book. That sounds interesting. I kind of like that. I don't know when you, um, not when you, um, but when you mentioned that, I thought of this song that I had to sing in choir. This is so random, but it's kind of like these two. Um, it's called Banks Odoon, um, but it's about these two like lovers, and both of their like towns are at war. And like they like the song is basically the girl telling the guy to meet on this hill, and like we can like you know chill together and pick flowers in this meadow, and then we can act like nothing's happening. And it's so cute. Anyways, that's kind of like pandemic-y war, you know. There's actually this episode of this other podcast called Code Switch by NPR. They have this episode debating like what is the best type of book to read during pandemic? A book that will help you relate to something, someone going through something similar as you right now, like being in isolation or being in an unsettling situation, or a very escapist book that helps you just forget everything that is going on right now. So I'm going to link that episode in the show notes. I, I, I think we covered a lot. Like we talked, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about daylight savings. So I think we, co- I think we covered a pretty good. <laughs> I learned that Arizona does not have daylight savings. And maybe we gave some good advice to somebody like one of our listeners. So I hope we were able to help somebody. Hopefully someone can learn from our experiences or relate to them or get some ideas of what they can do to make the best out of the situation. Yeah, I feel like we have a lot of uh, juicy but also relatable dating in the pandemic content. If you guys want to hear any other topics, let us know. You can email us at w27 underscore newspaper at fitnyc.edu. You can also DM us on Instagram at w27newspaper. This episode was produced by Prerna Chowdhury, Charlotte Spade, and Lauren Brown. And thank you so much to Prerna Chowdhury for editing this episode. Our cover is by Jenny Keating. The Tea of FIT is a new show, so please help us get the word out by recommending this episode to your friends. You can also support us by rating us and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Our 
email and Instagram will be in the show notes so you guys can reach out to us. And please keep an eye out for W27's newspaper issue for fall 2020. We'll see you next month with a fresh brewed cup of tea with topics like this as well as more serious ones. I'm Prerna. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Lonnie. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, keep spilling the tea. Bye.